0: Hello, monetization nation. Today, I am joined by Dario Shiposh. Dario is the author of Digital Retail Marketing, the Essential Guide to Low-Cost Successful Content Marketing. Dario is also our digital marketing strategist, branding expert, keynote public speaker, author, business columnist, and most importantly, entrepreneur. So thank you so much for joining us today, Dario.
1: Thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Okay, so before we start, you told me in the pre-call that that you've had COVID and you've been out for about 30 days now. You want to tell us a little bit about your COVID-19 experience? Uh,
1: It's a really strange illness because uh, I was, you know, first seven days I was working like nonstop. You feel like fever. It's like you got the really strange flu. And like seventh day, you're still working. And you think, oh, this is getting better. So I'm going to like go through this COVID uh, like without symptoms. And then 12th day, you feel worse. And 14th day, you are ill. And, uh, you know, doctors start panicking around you, which were on the beginning, not interested in your condition, because to them also, it seems like it's just passing. And then, uh, you know, you are out of the game like, 20 extra days, so total 30 days, and the memory is lost. So it's really the strangest illness that I ever had, and I was quite skeptical, you know, when you before I had COVID about COVID, I didn't believe it in so much. But uh, uh, I also infected one person which is close to me, so we like went together uh, through it. And I would recommend to everyone uh, to really like uh, pay attention, pay attention to it. It's much more serious, I think. Uh, you know, I'm 40 years of age, uh, two days before COVID, I thought that I'm in best shape of my life. I was running 12 kilometers without problem two days in a row. And then you are out next day, 30 days. The funny thing is that symptoms start um, on a, like you get symptoms next day, you go to doctor and you have like already lung inflammation, you know? And even the doctor told me, like, you need usually 30 or 40 days of heavily, uh, um, you know, illness to, to get it. But second day, you, are, you already have lung inflammation. So it's like really strange experience, I would say. It's not like uh, some, how do we say, hard illness, because when you are uh, over it, uh, you feel okay. But 30 days is gone, you know.
0: I'm so sorry you went through that, but I'm so glad you're feeling yeah. better and you're on the upside. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tell the audience where you're from and where you're currently located.
1: So uh, I'm in uh, Central South Europe, uh, Croatia, Republic of Croatia, an IC country. And currently I'm located in Croatia. You know, due, before COVID, we were traveling extensively. In uh, 2019, I had 200 airplane tickets to travel and visit clients. And my clients were insisting to see them in person. Uh, because the type of the clients and the area like central Europe, Germany, it's old school, you know, the people want to speak with you. So you're basically going to, uh, visit people on physical meetings to discuss digital marketing. They don't grasp the concept of having a video call because they want to meet you. They want to see you and and like, see if they trust you.
0: It's amazing. That feels so old school. It feels like not even 10 years ago. That's how all business was done. It has changed rather quickly. All right. So uh, let's start off. Tell us something that you are super passionate about.
1: So I'm super passionate about teaching uh, retailers, entrepreneurs, small business people, anyone, uh, how to do digital marketing. Because when I started digital marketing, uh, no one wanted to tell me nothing. And what's irritating me a lot is um, the... Extra, how do, how do you say it properly? So the, you know, the marketing agencies are selling you stories, how it's complex. They are splitting the management of social media to small parts, then charging all the parts. So this story, how it's, how is it um, hard to manage social media, how it's hard to be present in public? It's like uh, fake. And I really love to like uh, tell to people how to build WordPress page. Uh, for 50 euros you know this is like 50 it's like really i love to come to a meeting and someone who is paying thousands of euros uh, uh development on some wordpress pages in europe for example i had a client in netherland uh, who got offer from a local agency to uh, pay fifteen thousand euros for wordpress when i showed them how to do it for 150 that made me really happy and made them happy it's not that i'm trying to destroy digital marketing agencies, but that poor people you know uh they Uh, don't have 15,000 euros. So it's better that they invest it in something that will return the the money. And I'm afraid in Europe, we are slightly behind USA and some other markets, you know, with uh, terms of uh, building websites, you know, the people still think here that even uh, building a um, uh, like minimum WordPress website that you need six months of hard work of some 10 developers, you know, and that's all exploited by these digital marketing agencies who just outsource the work and then exploit the people. So that's my passion, educating the people how to do it by themselves because I think no one can uh, tell a better story than people themselves.
0: And I love that you're in Croatia too. I've I've done a lot of work in Brazil and a a lot of work in India and, and there's so much opportunity to take something that's working in one market, something that might be working in the United States and take it to a different market. And it's called cool hunting. It's a it's an entrepreneurship strategy. And I guarantee most of the successful players in the United States aren't focusing on the Croatian market. And so as you take these great ideas and leverage it within inside a different market, uh, it creates a whole new niche opportunity for you.
1: Yeah, that's exactly correct. Uh, I would say that, there are so many opportunities in Europe and there are many for American companies and American like, uh, you know, entrepreneurs. Uh, somehow the European taxation system or company system, you know, how you form a company is scaring uh, American companies and they're staying away because in Europe, you know, it's impossible that you would found a com- make a company, create a company like from your garage, like Facebook was or Google, you know, this doesn't exist here. And uh, if you would, Try to make a company out of your garage. You would have a tax department, and uh, like um, we have here, uh, 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 inspectors which are checking like your working conditions. So you would be closed because you don't have a proper chair. So we don't have such European, uh, you know, uh, stories, and that creates great opportunity. And what it creates a great opportunity is uh, in USA simply uh, you are ahead retail, you know, in ev- in every segment. So just bringing that to Europe, you it's already possible to monetize a lot.
0: Yeah, love it. And and I'm a big believer in that. There's so many great opportunities outside of the United States. So many companies just focus on the United States only and they don't realize that only about 10% of the world's internet users are in the United States. And as they can expand globally, they can 10X their their audiences. Exactly. All right, Uh, tell us your story. Tell us your journey to become a digital entrepreneur.
1: So when I was, uh, my, my journey to become entrepreneur was, uh, I would summarize it. No one wanted to hire me. So I became entrepreneur. I had to create job for myself, you know, um, my story started like when I was 10 years of age, we had like some independence wars, you know, some like local conflicts like every nation has. And 10 years of my life I spent as a refugee. So, after being a refugee 10 years, then I spent five years rebuilding life. Parallel to that, I was doing many jobs. Like I was cleaning on construction sites. Uh, I still remember the day when the boss came and said that I will be paid three euros, you know, uh, per day of hard labor. And I was like happy, like never in life before because then you have nothing. Uh, anyhow, all these jobs uh, taught me like discipline and I was surrounded uh, by people like plumbers. And, uh, you know, the, the people who are actually rich, the cleaning teams, you know, who come to, uh, that come to buildings and clean buildings, they're extremely wealthy people, you know, and they are always dirty. So you would never, you know, the normal, how do you say, corporate management would never assume that uh, they are uh, rich, but they are rich. They handle cash. I remember how I was paid, you know, my boss um, uh, that I was working with plumbers would, every day come on in his van and under seat, take out um, like suitcase and open it. And it was full of cash, you know, and he was giving it to workers. And so I learned that uh, by work, speaking with clients, doing service, uh, there is money. And uh, because I studied on university, you know, eventually I became engineer. I started working in a factory and, in a factory, uh, as an engineer, you are not pay well, paid well. But one day we got a visit uh, from Italy, and I was working as an engineer in a harvester factory. We got a visit from Italy. Some people wanted to buy harvesters, and the uh, uh, sales department left home because it was, I don't know, four o'clock, you know, they're working hours home. So you have a bunch of these rich Italians, like agriculture uh, you know, landowners coming to buy harvesters. One harvester is like half of million of dollars. They come to factory and there is no one. So I actually didn't speak well English then. So I don't know what to do with them. So I start taking them around the factory, showing them everything. And in around three hours, uh, the CEO of that factory realizes that the sales department is home, that the customers arrived. So he comes there. And they start telling him how I did the great job, how I presented this. So he asked me, would I want to do sales? And I tell him, no, it's like, you know, I studied engineering. I like to work in, you know, building and and, uh, such things. And then he tells me the salary and salary was like triple than I was earning. And I couldn't comprehend that, you know, (laughs) money. So he puts me like, I like, I was just like staring at him. And you have to understand, I'm like young, you know, I do, I'm just like trying, you know, my dream is to buy TV, you know, because we have some old TV mm-hmm. and everything that I'm buying, I'm buying for like my family. So it's like you bring home something, you know, everyone is like amazed. I am living in a small village in like East Croatia without, you know, you don't have internet at that time. So I start working in sales and the guy puts me, you know, to work in sales department. And I realized the sales people are not friendly. They're like fighting quotas, you know, for sales. So they consider it competition. And I'm an engineer. I'm not trained in sales. You know, I have no clue. I'm trying to be friendly with people. I like have like engineer mentality, mathematical to like estimate, try to be friendly with everyone, explain. So I realized in six months, this will not work. I joined another company and I get fired. And I got fired because the bosses gave me to sign um, like uh, bank documents, you know, and I know I cannot sign that bank documents, uh, uh, because we don't have cash in bank, you know, it's like IOU or something, where you guarantee that you will pay something later. But I know that we have to have that cash in bank on a company account. But I don't want to sign it. So they tell me either you sign or you leave, and I left. So a few months later, uh, I found the company in Czech Republic, which is 800 kilometers driving for me. Uh, I have an old car and somehow I knew the CEO of the company. Uh, you have to understand, I, in that time I have like one shirt, I have old car which is beated. you know, I don't know how to dress, I don't know nothing. But I know this guy in Czech Republic, I drive there and he has like a wholesale of kitchen appliances, like huge departments, a huge warehouse with 40 million euros of goods. So I tell the guy, please, can you give me some job? I will like expand your brand across the Europe. And he brings some financial director and they are speaking in Czech, so I don't understand them. And they are laughing at me because they think it's impossible some guy arrived and now he says, you know, I have no experience that I will expand the brand of kitchen appliances across the Europe. So they say like, you are so cute. And that's what the guy literally said. You are so cute. I'm going to give you opportunity, but we can give you like thousand uh, euros, you know, which is like, then it was like $1,200, but that includes all your costs, salary, everything. So you have to pay the fuel by yourself and we give you this. And they Load my car with a bunch of samples, you know, uh, of the like water kettles and these things, and like wave to me goodbye. And they think they will never see me again. <laughs> uh, this was January. July they send me email. I am still getting paid, you know, like like they are dripping this money, you know. Uh, I don't ever know will I get paid. I'm trying to do something. Uh, how i worked i would come you know i came home i don't know nothing about wholesale or retail but i know this product looks good i know that on shelves in uh, croatia and surrounding countries like serbia the products don't look so good i don't know what are the price levels to me it looks like the price level matches you know like i i don't know what's the margin i actually asked one person one purchaser to explain me what is the margin and how does that function you know like on the level of the bonuses i had like no clue but what happens is that I, you know, every morning I wake up at seven, I prepare and I call the purchasing departments, like central, you know, the huge uh, chains of retail. And people were laughing at me. The questions went like, who are you? From which company are you? We never heard for you. And this went like a few months. I remember in July, uh, so in January, I started working. In July, the Czech company for which I work sent me email that this will be last payment because I didn't achieve nothing. That was July. In November, we made $1 million in sales. What happened is that one purchaser, which I was bothering, uh, actually seen that I gave sample to some other person and he put it in leaflet you know, to see what will happen. And the purchaser of a huge international retail chain assumed that I'm selling this items to someone else because he's seen it in leaflet but it was just actually samples you know they just put it in leaflet to see he called me and he was really mad and I really hated this guy you know because he was very rude so my phone starts ringing I answer I see his name and I like "What, what is this you know and I answer and the guy tells me so you tricked me and he starts like this I said how how you know I like my voice is shaking he said you place the product somewhere else And I tell him like, I didn't know you want to buy it. I'm like begging you five months. And he says, come for a meeting now. And because then these retail chains were like fighting competition in a way that they were like trying to get exclusivity. They were really afraid that someone else will get like some cheap water kettle because that's top item, you know? And they would sell uh, like 10,000 pieces in a week without problem. They were really afraid that someone else will get something from somewhere else and they will not know. So what they were doing, they were like speaking with all suppliers and handling all suppliers in a way that you buy, they buy from everyone something. So they are in loop, you know, that you constantly send them priceless and, the, and for them, it's not a big deal. So he places an order of vacuum cleaners and that's how I became wholesaler. And then I learned how to sort shelves in stores. How does that work? Then uh, I realized we need to expand, you know, over the borders and I don't have money to travel, right? internet is becoming a big thing. So I decide to learn internet, you know, how to do internet. So I started doing web pre- WordPress. Then at that time when I was doing it, WordPress templates didn't exist, you know, so you loaded that standard template and you are doing HTML or whatever. And I realized I can create impression of a huge international company being present in a country that we never arrived before. So what happened is when I come to a meeting, the people would say, this is a you are a huge international company we read about it on internet. We've seen you on LinkedIn. <laughs> and for me, it was always a shock that this is happening, right? So this is my basic story. I became entrepreneur. I started using internet, you know, to create impression of huge companies. And it was like improvising till, till success or fake it till you make it. Just it was not faking because we actually did have good. That's the basic story.
0: Nice. Okay, so... There's a couple of different ways you leverage credibility marketing to launch your career and to help this company you were working for. So, first of all, because you were able to get the product in the leaflet of a different company, yeah. you had credibility to the right company, right? Exactly. Even though you didn't sell it to the first company, just that exactly the world perceived that one company exactly. had accepted you. One company had given you a shot, then the big company was willing to give you a shot. So it shows the importance of you got to sell that first customer, right? You got to get that first customer on board, even if they're free, even if they're not paying you anything, because you need the credibility of that first customer.
1: That's completely correct. And what the internet does is give you that credibility and uh, what you often I advise people to do is to send free samples, even like full palette of samples, which then is played somewhere, someone plays it on a web shop. In many countries very far away from Croatia, let's say Australia, which is, I don't know, 10,000 kilometers, I think away, Uh, We did it in a way that we send a full palette of samples, someone places it, starts selling it online, and then you have credibility, I'm present in Australia. In meanwhile, you are sorting the paperwork, if it's required, you know, uh, many times, especially in Europe, people ask you for paperwork, now you don't need to sort it. What you need to do is consistently on internet uh, show that you have it, because the laws are equal in every country, you just need to have it like ready, you know, but there is no actual work anymore. 2013, this changed before you had to have health certificates and it's for same, all products same.
0: Yeah. And the second credibility marketing concept that you used is, is creating a great internet site. And the internet is this great equalizer where you could have somebody that's just working out of his garage that creates an internet site that looks better than the big multinational company making hundreds of millions of dollars. And the end user isn't gonna know the difference. And if you create a great website, you can equalize and maybe compete effectively against that large established company.
1: Yeah, that's exactly correct. I will tell you example, Uh, I was already working then uh, I think five years and in Croatia, uh, in the region actually, there is a huge wholesaler and producer of kitchen appliances. So I come to a meeting to them and you know, I'm trying to buy something uh, from them, like some TVs in large quantity, th- thousands of pieces. And they do not know from which company I am. You know, I'm not telling them I am actually competition. So I ask them, how is the business going? And they tell me it's terrible. This company, and now they name my company for which I work and I'm only employee. They say they are killing us. They are everywhere. <laughs> they have 30 employees. Now, like I'm listening to this story and I like start feeling sorry for these people because, you know, it's like huge board meeting room, you know, 10 people, product manager and they're depressed. And I like look at them and I say, hi guys, like, you know, it's only me. There is no one. It's just the website, you know? Did there you tell is, there them is not... yeah, yeah, I told them and they do not <laughs> believe me. Like they, they don't react because it's corporate environment. They cannot comprehend, you know? And I take out the, I had like bunch of different business cards with brands that I'm representing. So I find the business cards, I turn it to them and I show it, it's me, you know, it's only me, there is no one else. And (laughs) I still believe to this day that they never believed me. And in meanwhile, because of the pressure of the people, not only me, but the brands which started arriving using same tactics, they actually stopped the brand, which they were like uh, competing with us.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay, of all of these great stories you've had in your career, what has been the greatest success that you've
1: had? Uh, Greatest success that I had, um, it's actually, I will tell you with my book, you know, like, this is what I think, you know, companies for which I work, they will tell you that the greatest success is making $27 Uh, euros in one year, you know, selling water kettles. That's a lot of water kettles. One is five dollars or five euros or something. So uh, for example, greatest success for me is taking my book, giving it some small entrepreneur in Germany. He calls me for two hours. I never even charge them these two hours. And then the guy, 83 years of age, starts working on social media marketing. He has um, retail store all his life, which he inherited with, uh, from parents. So he's like entrepreneur all his life. 83-year-old guy uh, comprehends digital marketing better than all of his digital marketing team. He starts calling me and he creates a great success. So I have a lot of like reference that I managed to train 83-year-old person to handle digital marketing, use it, handle WordPress templates, and that I consider my success, you know, that like you can effectively explain any any level. And now when the people tell me like, yeah, I'm too old to understand this, I tell him you are like in perfect age. And when you reach 60, you will be even better.
0: Thank you so much, Dario, for sharing your stories and insights with us today. Here's some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, there are many opportunities outside the United States. We should consider expanding to other countries through the internet. Number two, getting our first customer, even if they're free, will give us credibility with other potential customers. Number three, the internet is a great equalizer. With a good website, it's hard for users to tell the difference between large and small companies. Number four, having a great internet presence will give the impression of a very powerful brand and help us build credibility to compete with big competition. To learn more about or connect with Dario, you can find him on LinkedIn or visit his website at DarioSipos.com. You can also check out Dario book, Digital Retail Marketing at Amazon.com. And there's links to each of those sites in the blog post for this episode at MonetizationNation.com. Do you wanna take your digital monetization to the next level? You can get a free ebook about passion marketing and learn how to become a top priority for your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. You can also subscribe to Monetization Nation on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, our Facebook group, and your favorite podcast platform. Do you need help with your digital monetization strategy? Then visit monetizationpartners.com to schedule a free consultation. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success in your digital retail marketing. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.